All right. Thinking and drinking. Check it out. This is uh, me and Amy's, what do you want to call it? Grammy wrap up? Our Grammy recap. Recap. We basically, we didn't listen to all the speeches and everything. We tried to watch the majority of the performances. Yeah. Because that's, to us, that's the most, uh, what, interesting, interesting yeah, part of the I show? Yeah, I mean, yeah, because... Ironically, they hardly give out any more awards on air. Right. Most of them are off air. <laughs> yeah. um, I know this just from having artists, not artists, but my writers there for Grammys. Chris Tompkins and Craig Wiseman have both been and won Grammys. And um, I remember they had to be there at like some obscene time, like 11 o'clock in the morning for their category. Yeah. And so they literally sat at the Grammy Awards all day long. I mean, this is like back in... I don't know, 2000. Back when real songs were winning Grammys? Well, well. let's not be ugly. Um, no, back when like Live Like You Were Dying one and Before He Cheats one. Um, Can't take the honky tonk out of the girl? Yes. Yeah. The It won a performance yes. for Brooks and Dunn. So but that's they couldn't have exciting. performed it had we not written it. So Well, that is true, but yeah. it's still. You're unfortunately, right. you didn't get a Grammy for it. No, I did. didn't. Yes. I didn't. So. But we, we I, I thought it would be interesting yeah. or fun to recap the Grammys since this is kind of a music-based podcast. Um, and kind of? It is. <laughs> sorry. That, it is a music-based podcast. <laughs> what else do we talk about? Yes. Anyway. Um, well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but we kind of have more nostalgic, I think, thoughts of the Grammys than what it currently is. Oh, man. For sure. Um, because sure. as we're sitting here, I'm looking at the case that Blake Chancey gave you yeah. from when the Dixie Checks won, I don't album, know what that was. Record, album of the Year. Album of the Year. Yep. Uh, for Wide Open Space. Was it Wide Open Spaces or Fly? Yeah. Okay. Wide Open Spaces. And so, like, I think that's such a cool story that Blake gave you that the box that the Grammy is in that you'll see on the It's the styrofoam. Post. He tried to get me and my boss at the time, Larry Paragas, also, he tried to order us both Grammys, which... That alone blew me away. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him. They understood why he wanted to do that, but... It's just not done. No, because then you could be ordering everybody in the band, all the right. songwriters, their mothers and dads, and I, I and get that. And they're awarded to the, that specific person. Yeah. He was the producer. He's a producer, album of the year. But, so, but that's yeah, that a pretty cool thing. Super special. Always, always cherish that. Yeah. And I, my, like, personal experience with the Grammys, outside of, like, having our writers go was, um, and when was, um, in MTSU in 2000, I was able to go through a program there through the music business program with Westwood one, which they set up radio remotes as you very well know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were there to like be escorts, not escorts. I don't like that word cause it has a bad <laughs> connotation. We were walking <laughs> artists and, um, there were movie stars, TV stars, all kind of people there to be interviewed at the Grammys, like the week of where they're rehearsing. So in the background, you're, we were at the Staples Center. We were hearing, I can't even remember who all we heard, just yeah. cool performances being practiced. Probably wasn't even the Staples Center then, was no, it? No, it was Staples Center. It was? Okay. And uh, it was probably right when it opened. Yeah. Um, and then like, like I don't know, where you would go and like get all your, your concessions like at the Staples Center. There's like a big open area that they had all the... Um, Goody Radio remotes, remote setup. Remotes and yeah, and you were getting. Goody- they didn't have any goodie bags. I wish we could have gotten some goodie bags. I don't mean for you. Not they did. I'm sure they got yeah. some pretty good goodie bags. The only person Swag I can bags. really remember of any fame 
It's random. It's Lou Ferrigno, who is known as <laughs> the Incredible Hulk. Hulk. He was the nicest guy, but I do remember he, you know, he has a hearing uh, impairment, and yeah. um, I don't have the strongest of voices, you know, especially back then when I was, <laughs> you know, twenty-two years old and like Couldn't very what shy. You were doing. Yeah, yeah, and like kind of like, what am I doing here? That was and like my first time to like. And you kept saying, "Lou, my eyes are up here." And he's going like, yeah, I know, but your mouth is down here. So I'm not even close. Not even close. Anyway, so Grammys, I can't remember what number it is. 50, 43, I don't know. I don't know either. Somebody posted it and I was like, oh, we probably should have used that. that graphic. But um, I think it was Leslie Thomasina that posted. I'm going to look it up. Um, but yeah, it was it was different. I mean, we I, mean, I know we have to give it a grain of salt. Because 63rd, sorry, not even in the 40s. Dang. 63rd. Um, you know, take it with a grain of salt just because it is in a pandemic. And, you know, I I do think we should give them props because there was not a Zoom situation even on the show last yeah. night, which to me was what the killer was. I mean, we didn't even try to watch the Golden Globes, but I heard that was, they were just awful. And it was because yeah. of Zoom and it made it just awkward. And I think everybody's tired of seeing that. That's not what you want to see out of... Hollywood and music and as great and useful as zoom is. Yeah. It's great for everyday life. It shouldn't be what we use for entertainment. Right. Um, unless you're recording a podcast, (laughs) (laughs) which is great for that. But, um, yes, but yeah, no, I thought, I mean, I thought they did as good of a job as they, well, they could have done a better job. It was insanely left footed and clunky, but like, it was very clunky. It was all, they did what they could on, uh, the radio, I was hearing some people talking. Somebody said that it was very unfocused, and I felt like that was a very good description yeah. of it. Just, it just kind of seemed like here we're doing some activism stuff, and here we're doing like yeah. some honoring these people, and then here we're talking about this, and then here we're talking about it. was just bizarre. But all the, all and these think, shows are going to be like that until we get quote unquote back to normal. Right. And it's hard, really, especially music, to have any kind of an award show. Yeah. Without an audience. I mean, yeah. I think that would be hard as an artist because they're going to feed off the audience and <laughs> give you a better performance, obviously. Yeah, performing in front of all your friends when they have their masks on is like, sweet. Yeah, it's just bizarre. But, you know, we're not necessarily big uh, Noah Trevor fans. I don't think he did a great job. He was very dad joke-ish. It just, it kind of felt very flat in my opinion. It's not funny. He just probably wasn't the best person for that yeah. that position. They could have found... I mean, like, Alicia Keys was amazing. Like, get in a musician. There's somebody so that, many people who could have done it. Somebody that knows the people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, or like Jimmy Jam. Oh, my gosh. When we saw him up here, and we're like... Him and Babyface are like the biggest things in the world, at least yeah. to us. And that's one thing I said to you earlier when we were talking about doing this podcast today. Um we didn't necessarily feel that there were like huge stars on the show, but we're also not in our twenties. And I know that it seemed a very what? more uh, young, young audience they were going yeah. for. And to people in their twenties, those probably are some of the biggest names that yeah. they know of Yeah, and they love. And so for us, it fell flat, but for others, I'm sure they, other people have loved it. So yeah. there are some good performances. Um, do you want to talk about, I mean, the first one was, uh, I think was Harry Styles. Yeah. And he started off. I can't lie to anybody and say I'm a fan, but I thought he did a great job. He's got a great voice. So, song was kind of fun. Love the horns. 
Yeah. Lot, lot of leather. Lot of leather. Lot of Mick Jagger, nineteen seventy eight. Lot of leather. Feather not, boas. Not a lot of t shirt. But not you know, a lot of t shirt. That's okay. I don't think anybody was complaining. Except lot of maybe uh, the men. A lot of butterfly tattoo on his chest. I know, weird. Which isn't the... Hmm, I was I surprised by the butterfly tattoo. <laughs> but That would not be what I would have. Maybe an eagle. Something a little stronger. But that's well, you're not just British, me. so... So you think butterflies mean something <laughs> different know. in Britain? I don't know. <laughs> and then I guess the next one I wrote down was Billie Eilish. I don't, yeah. have, an, I don't have an opinion on her at all. She, she, Like you said... I'm way too old for yeah. much of these things. and I know. This this is probably going to be our most controversial show because we're probably going to say things that really piss people <laughs> off who love these artists. And we're very sorry. They're just not our cup of tea. And, um, you know, I've, I've liked some of Billy's stuff. I feel like it's a little sleepy personally for me to want to listen to. But, you know, hey, people love her. She's done yeah, well. Oh, she's done amazing. Um, I did think the way that they had it set up, they could have just opened with Harry Styles and then like moved on to the next first yeah. category. I keep yeah. knocking the mic. I hope that doesn't make sound. Sorry if it's making weird sounds. I'm knocking the mic. You can hear it. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. And then that group Haim. Haim. That I never heard of them. Frick. Never heard of nope. them. Loved them. I thought they were awesome. I thought they were great. I don't yeah. know if that's three sisters and that's their name or what, but the. The drummer that was singing with a guitar hanging on her back like freaking Prince or something. Yeah, was and then fantastic. she got up and played. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I, I, felt, I wrote down because we were taking notes, and I wrote down she, they were very seventies meets Cheryl Crow, which I thought was cool. And so I could, pro- I'll probably listen to their music again. The bass player had six feet of legs and three feet of hair, and she was banging her head like she was in Judas Priest the whole time, and it was. I thought she was great. Yeah. They were very surprising because um, I was not expecting that out of them. I thought yeah. it was going to be a little more sleepy. But they were definitely more rocky than I thought um, in a good way. Um, Black Pumas. Again, but not ever heard of them before. I, I think Lizzo was next. No, Lizzo didn't perform. No. That's right. She was just up there. No, the Black Pumas played. It was Harry, Billy, Haim, and Black Pumas. I like Black Pumas. They had a good guitar solo. Great singer. The logo looks like Black Cat Fireworks. It did. Of our childhood. They were fun. Oh, I liked them. Yeah. I could I could listen to that. I could see like checking out their full record. Um, and then we kind of got into some stuff that we probably, in all honesty, we just kind of fast forwarded because it was just not. Yeah. It's not geared towards our taste of music. And, or you know, that's age. what the Grammys are about yeah. because there's yeah. a lot of options there. Something for everybody. So I think like the baby and Bad Bunny. Like I, I'm sorry, I don't know who those are, and God bless <laughs> them for being on the Grammys and winning awards. The baby, I said nope, but hot fiddle player, Bad Bunny, <laughs> I put <laughs> dead bunny. <laughs> well, that's not nice. That's not nice. Hey, he won an award, so yeah, you know, yeah. again, not our cup of tea. Um, I think Dua Lipa was my next to write down. Hottest limp seeker ever. <laughs> She looked amazing. She I looked had amazing. no idea who, if it was a band, if I didn't know it was a person. I guess that's her name. I don't know. Or it's she, yeah, she's her beautiful. Noom diplom or whatever you want to call nice. it. Um, but she's gorgeous. Yep. I didn't know she was British. She's um, gorgeous. We didn't find out she was British until the end of the show. Well, yeah, yeah, when she won. Um, but yeah, I thought she looked amazing, and you know, I do like her music. I know a lot of it just because they play it when I'm at Pure Bar. So. Well, I'm a, I'm a little familiar with some of these songs. Um, and then after that, I wrote down, which was what I was looking forward to the yeah. entire night, 
Bruno Mars with Anderson Pack and Sonic's Silk Sonic. I think that was the best performance of the night. Oh my gosh, Bruno Mars can like do no wrong in my opinion. And also when he did when he came back and did the Little Richard uh, tribute, that was the best show, the best thing of the whole night. Yeah. It was the Little Richard yeah. tribute. Um, but I do love that new song. I can't wait for the record. It was a very 70s temptations retro kind of feel to it and yeah. i just you know me i love that kind of stuff it'll be cool when guys like that get to tour again i cannot wait i cannot wait for us to go see him play yeah. and i'm so glad i got to see him several years ago after on his first record you see that all the time i know you will love it it's Whatever. so good it's so musical and it's amazing yeah. that's a great that's a great description Mm-hmm. Musical. I was that. I was sad that his whole band wasn't up there with all the horns and everything yeah. because the video that he released last week um, has that whole group up like in a studio oh, really? and it's oh, okay. it's cool. It's okay. really cool. Um. So after that, they they did something I thought that they kind of did throughout the night that I thought was pretty cool, where they featured a venue, a small. Yeah. Um, independently owned venue in several cities starting with station Inn here in nashville which yeah, we've been cool. to you i think you've played a writer's night there um, for tin pan south yeah. um but they uh went to the owner there and he kind of talked about what it's like through the pandemic which was very cool to hear their stories because that's something that has you know broken our hearts to seeing a lot of yeah. venues having to close um so that was great to p- shine a light on that and that's when the owner announced Best Country Album, which mm-hmm. was Miranda Lambert and apparently Jay Joyce. Produced three records. Had in this three category. records. And it was all women. Had three records that were nominated in that category yeah. that were, and yep. like all the women in the category with the exception of Little Big Town. Were, oh, all the nominees in that category with the exception <laughs> of Little Big Town were women. Um, Ashley McBride looked pissed. I think it was probably just a <laughs> bad Zoom situation. She was on Zoom. Okay. So there was she one Zoom situation. Mad. She probably wasn't mad. She was probably happy for Miranda. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, Miranda was... is the biggest. Oh, yeah. No, it was cool to see Jay Joyce have three records as a producer in yes. that, that category. That's that's crazy. He's I, so talented and so deserving. I wish they would. Would have said like, has that ever been happen? Is that is sorry? Is that ever happened before? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know either. Grammy trivia. Um, dun, dun, dun. What else did you have after that? Taylor came out, and I thought, boy, she can really lay in the grass. <laughs> it was a really cool set. I will give her that. It was yeah. just very like, strange, and I'm just not into like this. The like it was very Hobbit y. Yeah. It's very like fairy land. Yeah. They needed little fairies flying around, but hmm. I think she sang two or three songs. Yeah, it lasted or a med- while. It was a, like a mashup medley or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, but I mean, that, I mean, that's what you expect out of Taylor Swift. It's not like she's yeah. doing anything that's that shocking or different for her. Right, right. No offense to her. Um, after that, they featured um, the Troubadour, which is in L.A. Yeah. Um, I'm no of the Troubadour probably more of just like seeing it like in pictures and stuff oh, you've probably been there yeah that's where like the eagles came out of there yeah. and stuff I mean, yeah that's that's legendary club and then um then next was the this is gonna sound horrible but one of my favorite one of my favorite things of any award shows is when they do the in memoriam oh yeah the tributes man. the tributes to all the people who passed away which i mean again that sounds horrible but it is it's like 
you forget how many people had passed away, especially this year, how many people in the music business, how many legends in the music business. Well, they also said at the end of this, go to Grammy.com or whatever for the full list. Yeah. So that's not even it. Yeah. The list they did last night was fantastic. If you want to call it fantastic, but. But yeah, I mean, they started off with like, you know, people's pictures. It started, I think, with Bill Withers. And then they had some pictures like KT Oslin, Tony Rice. And they did the Bruno Mars Little Richard thing, which again, that probably to me personally was the best performance of the night. When he did Little Richard, it was it was amazing. It was just so much fun. It was up-tempo. It was just, I could listen to it all night. And then they went to the Eddie Van Halen. Yeah tribute which they had his guitar which was just cool. sitting there and they played a um video of eddie doing a, a solo i thought which it was, was interesting awesome. that and again no offense to anybody but like eddie van halen completely redesigned a genre of music and he got no i guess he got a performance but you can't say that about John Prine or Kenny Rogers. Well, Those guys they all have, all sang great songs, wrote great songs, right. whatever. Eddie Van Halen redesigned an instrument. But who are you going to have up there to play on behalf no, of I Eddie know. Van Halen? There's nobody as good as him ever, I period, know. end of story. So it would just be a bad comparison of like, uh, they bad, tried to play like Eddie, but he didn't. It was also a bad year for guitar players. You had Tony Rice, Eddie Van Halen, Bucky Pizzarelli, and Leslie West. And uh, I got to work with KT Oslin. Charlie Pride and Joe Diffie. I know. So that's that so was sad. Three weirdly people sad. that you knew personally. Yeah. And I will admit that I like teared up when Lionel Richie came out and sang Lady <laughs> on behalf of Kenny Rogers. So she's just like. To another guy. Really weird. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was sweet and special. I think Brandy Carlisle did a great job of John Prine. I'm not a big John Prine fan. So yeah. no, I'm with there you, you go. And then it ended with, um. Brittany Howard singing as Chris Martin was playing piano. They were singing um, Walk On, yeah, which I love that song. It's a beautiful song, and that kind of gets me a little teared up. You mm-hmm. know? Um, is that, do you have any other thoughts on the, oh, that section? Oh, Billy Joe Shaver, loved him. The guy's never gotten the due he deserves. Even, even in his own death, he didn't get any due deserves. But yeah, it's it's been a bad year. Of of deaths, and I don't, it's, I mean, crap, I wrote down 10 of them here, and I, and I didn't, I didn't know half of the people that were up there. Oh, there was a bunch. I mean, so, I couldn't yeah, write them amazing. fast enough, and yeah, I mean, we've talked about that in, in a previous episode, but it's still, it's just really, it's crazy to think of how many people have, have, have passed away this year. Yeah. Um, Mickey Guyton came out, they kind of did like a country section with Mickey Guyton, Miranda and Maren Morris with John Mayer, which I thought was pretty cool. I Mickey like looked gorgeous. Um, good for her being on the Grammys. John Mayer played great. John Mayer played great. Um, Miranda did great. I do love that song. I thought that was an interesting little group um, for the country. <laughs> I thought it was weird that they kept <laughs> Mickey Guyton over in the corner. And every time anybody would sing, they would zoom over to her and <laughs> i just thought what well, are you would zoom to the others are too you the host of but, the show? but yeah Whatever. um i thought one thing that was interesting that i did not realize was an actual 
category in the Grammys was Best Melodic Rap Performance, which went to Anderson Pack, who I'm just learning about through Bruno Mars, but um, I did not know that was a category. That was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. I think there's a lot of categories we don't know. What well, they okay. Are and, and here's the thing like, to kind of, and I don't know how it is now, but I know how it used to be for, for voting. Um, cause you know, this from when you tried, when you, you did vote, when you had a song nominated, I think you mm-hmm. have to have a song nominated or have been nominated with a certain, within a certain year period to be able to vote. Yeah. You have to vote on every single category, every category. or your vote fo- or your ballad gets thrown out. Yeah. So people who not, may not know your genre of music, like if you were a, um, um, Oh, what's what am I trying to? Well, think I remember of? how many like Latin categories there yeah. were. I don't know any or of those like, yeah, players. Say you're a polka player and you're nominated yeah. for a polka record. You're going to vote for the your the you know thing you're nominated for, but you may not know who people are in the country music Absolutely. industry or who are in the rap. So you're going to vote for kind of the person you probably have heard of, yeah, um, or just mark anything. Um, so they are a little weird. So we do kind of take the Grammys with a grain of salt. A lot of times, like we feel that the country categories aren't necessarily or the country people that are nominated aren't necessarily the most successful records or albums that have been on the radio which you and i are more radio driven because you worked in record promotion you were a songwriter i worked with songwriters so all we cared about was airplay we wanted songs on the records and we wanted the singles you know and so like that to us was more success than like it's become a critical success it's become kind of a weird popularity contest but i guess every award show is a popularity contest to a degree but yeah i don't know kind of weird yes what else did you have um i thought uh wap or wap being on there was really wonderful that our our country deems dr seuss too dangerous for our kids but that's on there and if you don't know what that stands for go look it up i'm not gonna say it no but uh, one of our friends said, should there have been an NC-17 on that show last night? And I always said, yeah. And that was a friend who is kind of, he's a Californian. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised he would say that. Yeah. And he's a rock guy. And like, he's probably seen it all. And for him yeah. to say something like that um, was kind of surprising. Um, one thing I want to point out, because <laughs> I've always heard people talk about how empowering that is, that song is for women. And mm. I'm going to kind of call the bullshit card on that. Pardon my language. Um, because that song, yes, it was written by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and three male writers. Yeah. So let's just let that sit and simmer and move <laughs> on with our lives. Um, one thing I loved was going back to venues mm-hmm. was Mr. Apollo. Yes. His name is Billy Mitchell. And, uh, Man, if you get a chance to go look at that story on there, it's just, it's yeah. so heartwarming, man. He he told a story about James Brown. James Brown, yeah. Um, when he was a kid, he was running errands <laughs> for the yeah. Apollo because he just wanted to be involved. Yeah. And James Brown kept asking about how his grades were. I mean, he was still in like high school and he one day went down to the school because he thought the, he thought 
Billy was lying. And so he wanted to see his report card. So James Brown <laughs> went to his school to look at his report card and said, you cannot run any more errands for the Apollo till you bring your grades up. And then what did he say? He gra- he graduated like, list and- like uh, summa cum laude or yeah. something like that. And then like he, James Brown gave him some money, which he used to go to business school. Yeah. And then... I don't now know he runs he, the Apollo. Yeah, I don't know if he bought it or just runs it, but he's been there forever, and he was just—he was so freaking adorable yeah. in his little outfit, and I just—I loved him. He, I that love was a that. good. That was a good story. Had a natty bow tie. Yeah, I loved uh, Post Malone saying "God bless Auto Tune." That was a little surprising for an artist to just straight up say that yeah. at the Grammy Awards. And he said, "You know, my mom and dad can sing." Me, not so much. Uh, well, there you go. Then that's when he said, God bless out Or thank God for autotune. Yeah, which if you don't know what that is, that basically makes people like me who can't sing sound like they can. It's a computer program that tunes your vocals. Yeah. So if you're a little sharp or a little flat, it brings you up into the note. Right. And a lot of artists which, use it. Sure. But and sometimes you're a little sharp or you're a little flat. And sometimes you're just a mile away. But it's kind of surprising you would just... Flat out admit that on the Grammys, but okay, cool. I thought, uh, is it is it Doja Cat? Oh, you missed Dua oh, Lipa. Sorry. She won Pop Album of the Year. Oh, yeah. And that's where we got to find out she was British. So, <laughs> And I had never heard of any of the albums, and I'd heard of some of the artists, but... Again, it's not our... Again. Uh, it was not geared towards our, our <laughs> taste in music, personally. But Doja Cat, yeah, I you know, I think you missed the background story... Um, about her, about her going viral, which I thought was really cool. She said she started off just making these beats in her room. And so she would, I don't know if she was on Instagram live or where she was, but she got, she went live on something and would invite her fans to come on there and critique her. And it started with like 50 fans and turned into a hundred fans. And it just kept growing and growing and growing until like she had this huge fan base. And then all of a sudden she has this record deal and is putting music out in the midst of a pandemic and like got huge. And I didn't know who she was. And then she played her song and I'm like, Oh, I know this song. We, we work out to this. Well, we thought that, you know, half of the acts were lip syncing, half of the acts were real. She had vocals going on when she wasn't even lip syncing. So I wrote down that I thought she was the best non lip sync fake of the night with a killer dance group around her. That's what award she should have won. Cause it looked like the cast of yeah. Tron. It looked yeah. fantastic. No, her, Visually it was amazing. Her performance was great, but yeah, she was definitely not singing live, but that's okay. <laughs> no. She was entertaining. At least she was entertaining. She you was can't entertaining. say that for a lot of the others in our opinion. Um, the last venue that I think they featured was hotel cafe, which I thought was strange. It's an LA venue. Right. Um, we had never heard of it. That Not that that means anything. We don't go to L.A. very much. But um, they had the bartender, a bartender, yeah. talking about... Oh, sorry. Tar- sorry about the mic again. <laughs> talking about their um, her um, experience there and, like, loving being there. And then that's her family and all this stuff. And talking about what drinks John Mayer orders and who, all these other artists. She had all orders. her regulars and everything. Yeah. yeah. And then they had her come out, which I thought was cool, like, yeah. to where they're having the live part outside with the tables of actual artists um, and give out album of the year, which was to Taylor Swift. So I thought that, I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. And no, she was I, fun. I loved having the uh, the unemployed music yeah. people once again just showing 
That's what the Grammys that, needed to be. They need to shine the light yeah. on these these places that it's are not literally just, going out of business because of the pandemic. It's not just the artists. It's not just, I mean, it's venues. It's bartenders. It's guitar players. Yeah, I wish, I wish they could have gone deeper and gone like, it's the guys that go out on the road with these artists. It's the guys that are setting up stands and lights and yeah. tuning guitars and playing next Driving to trucks. Them. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how... Like, what did uh, Adrian Michaels say on here? He lives in East Nashville. He goes, dude, you can't throw a rock without hitting somebody. I'm sure. That's out of work in the music business. I'm sure. So, yeah, I wish it, that would have been cool if they could have gone a little bit deeper into that and trying to do what they can to help that. Because I know, like, Music Cares, which is a great organization, has helped out a lot of people who are in the music business who have lost jobs and are needing money. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know a lot of people who like have had to get other jobs and we're just wondering what they're going to do when things kind of come back to life and can people can tour again? Are they going to have to audition all over again for the band that they were in? You know, who knows? I can't imagine that. No, it's going to be a cluster. One, one cool thing that I think, um, they did was and was surprising. I don't, I don't recall this ever being something they've given out at the Grammys before. Was a music educator award? Oh yeah, and it went to a um, a teacher in Arkansas, Arkansas. And I think I'm assuming he was like a band teacher for a school. I'm not sure, but I just that's the kind of stuff I want to see. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. So, um, and then I think I may have deleted like the last little bit of the Grammys because I forgot. <laughs> or I, I thought it was over, but it wasn't because it was kind of like the news. It bled into the news. So we may have missed the very last award, <laughs> which I think was Billie Eilish, who I think said from what I've heard on an interview today, um, she said that she didn't feel like she deserved the award or wanted to give it to somebody else or something. So um just kind of interesting little facts that I, again, I heard on another um, interview about the Grammys was that the viewership was down 60%, 60, 60% last year, there was 20, 21 million viewers, which I think that either that or the Oscars were the last like live award show pre COVID. Yeah. Um, last night, they viewership was 11 million. That's drastic. Y'all not good. So I know that they're probably trying, and they had this brand new like um, producer who was trying to obviously go in a younger direction. Mm. I feel like you missed some of the people, like you said, like you and I, who we want to see the nostalgic acts. Maybe not everybody does, but like maybe throw in more than just like Lionel Richie singing for Kenny Rogers. Yeah, throw in something. You know, the most nostalgic person besides him was John Mayer or Chris Martin. Yeah. And they were just playing. Yeah. They, they they weren't even singing. <laughs> That's a really good They point. were literally a musician for Brittany Howard and Marin Morris. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I There was no rock at all. Well, no mention of rock at all. It's the Grammys. There never has been. I know. But, I mean, like, yes, they have always screwed up. Yeah. Back to the day that they started their first medal award and gave it to Jethro Tull. Always. And they've so, never made up for it since. Right. So, I don't expect them to, like, show yeah. up in that. But, like... There are rock bands out there. Like, pick a rock band and have them perform. <laughs> there was no rock. Yeah. You know, and they, they, I don't know. At least they had a few people from the country world singing. But, like, where's, yeah. where's Keith Urban? Where, I mean, I don't know. It just, it felt very flat and, like I said, unfocused. And, yeah. Um. anyway, we're looking, we're going to do this again. I'm hoping for the, um, ACM Awards, I'm yep. not sure the date. They're coming up, I know, usually in the very beginning of April. 
I don't know if they're doing it the way they did last year, which was in November, which is crazy. Um, where they kind of did it in different venues, like in Nashville. Which I actually worked that pretty was well. really done well yeah, last that was year. Cool. Um, I think Keith Urban and Mickey or Mickey Guyton are co-hosting. Um, so it'll be interesting. So we'll, um, we'll, we won't be so jaded and like, we'll actually know these artists. Um, <laughs> we'll be a little more knowledgeable about some of yeah, these songs. So we apologize me. for our ignorance on a lot of these artists, but at least I got to see Bruno Mars and that's all I can And about. he killed it. He killed it. He, he was, and he, he had was, to perform twice. So he was hey. the winner of the night. Didn't yes. get a Grammy. He will next year. He he better next year. Yeah. He smoked it, man. He, he is awesome. a talented little dude. He's a talented guy. He's probably not little. He's probably, He's probably taller not. than me. He's probably yeah. <laughs> I say little like in younger. He's younger, a lot younger. <laughs> anyway, that was our Grammy recap. Yes, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Yes, and um. We'll be back. Yes. Be sure to follow us if you're not already on wherever you listen to your podcast and give us five stars. And we love wonderful reviews. So Yes, we do. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.